Today on the DJ Blaze Radio Show Podcast, we'll discuss Aretha Franklin's passing, a bill proposal that we all need, slave labor in California, a stolen plane in Seattle, shooter charged with manslaughter in Florida, stand your ground case. We ask the question, is helping Papa John Cooney? We also talk about Omarosa and her recordings. What the fuck were you thinking? What fucking year is this? And our unpopular opinion. Let's start the show. Music, news, entertainment, and heated discussions. The, the, the DJ Blaze Radio Show starts now. Well, what you looking for? You know where them cookies are. Yeah, I cut your ass red, Henny, in that cookie jar. But what you looking for? You know where them cookies are. Yeah, I cut your ass red, Henny, in that cookie jar. Rookie, he rookie, he want the cookie, the cookie. I think you thirsty, you milking it, trying to cook me, mistook me for something sweet. And you're right, but I can't be that tonight. Love had her shaving it clean, but now that pussy, I'm rookie boy. Go and handle your part. Caught you with hands in a jar, sucking that sweet tooth that can't get sore. Too low, need to crank it more. And you know you've been saving for all them bitches who pay you more. Call me Oreo, break it and lick the flavor off it. Yeah, what you looking for? Yeah, yeah. What up, world? It's your boy, Be Easy. And I'm Courtney. Uh, and we back. Uh, we're a day late. And uh, a day late and about five false starts behind. But we're here, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> we're we here. here, y'all. we here. This technolo- technology shit, it'll, it'll run you. It will run you. It will. Yeah, but... um. Ooh, we back, you know what I'm saying, had a, you know, I had a fun weekend, uh, what about you, Courtney? Happy belated birthday, be easy. Thank you, thank you, just turned 29, you know what I'm saying? Look at you, yeah. wine fine and carrying on and thing. Chill, mm-hmm. chill, you know, you know, but uh. You didn't want to break the internet for your birthday? Nah, you know I'll be taking pictures like that, so. Okay. I, uh. You know, I just stayed low key. I posted a couple pictures on my Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. You know, Food, what I'm eating. Whenever you post that, whenever you post and you eating, if it ain't from you showing clips of what you cooked at home, I already know your ass gone somewhere. Yeah, I had to. I had to, you know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying, bust out. You know, what I'm saying, take a little, little, little road trip. You know, what I'm saying, holler at my people up north. You know, what I'm saying. Mhm, mhm. But uh, enough about me. How was your weekend? It was really good. It was extremely busy. I got my tooth pulled on Thursday, and I had three appointments on Friday, and then we was in Seattle all day. I had to drive like an hour and a half to get my sister some vans for school. So then what? Some vans. These oh, vans the she wanted. Oh. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's my baby. So I drove to get her those. And then Saturday mm. we went to Mount Rainier, and it was the most beautiful thing i ever seen mm. in my life. We had Courtney with the most emotional side. Yeah, it was. I I liked engaging in Mother Nature, the trees, the water, the mountain. It was just all very, very beautiful. And then Sunday, Mother Nature came and just stole all the fun. Mm. Mother Nature. She's yeah. a bad bitch. I'm the baddest bitch. Humble the, me real quick. Trina don't ain't got shit on no her. Fun. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about no fun then. I was balled the fuck up. Mm. 
called Be Easy with the Sad Voice. Yeah. I was, I was ready to record, too. Ready to get it over with. I felt like you did sound real ready, but, bro, yeah. I, I ain't had shit for you. I see. Yeah, but, you know, we here now. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And I sound better. You do? I'm ready. You do? You know? And you know who else ready? Who else? Our listeners. And our <laughs> listeners sent in our email. We got a couple emails. Okay, a couple. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I like this. I'm going to hear them. Matter of fact, let me check to make sure, uh, check to see if we have any, uh, any, um, Reviews. Reviews. Thank you. I had a little. You welcome. Little brain. I got you. Little brain, you, John. Little you know what I'm saying? That's all right. That's what I'm here for. See, yesterday I wouldn't have been able to do that. Yeah, you'd have been. I'd have just been like, Brandon, what is you talking about? Mm-hmm. I was so fucking irritable, son. Brittany, the real MVP. And she be going through. Well, I be putting her through. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get into these emails. Uh, this one is from Avon D. And it okay. says, man. That would say, <laughs> y'all. I can't with you all. Shout out to Brandon for his immaculate helicopter impression. See? I told y'all that, that my helicopter be fluff, 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 You know what I'm saying? How I be in my helicopter, nope. my chopper. Don't she start said, that shit today now. <laughs> two laughing, crying emojis and the other two things I can't see because, uh, yeah. I'm on a computer. Uh, she said, I played that section repeatedly for over four times. I died laughing each time. Thanks, Courtney, for always holding it down. By the way, awesome intro and show breakdown. Keep up the good work. And we're going to try our damnedest. Uh, I ain't lying. Avon D. Sound French. Thank you. Sound French. Then we got a, um, a um email from the homie B-Mac. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he says this is his unpopular opinion. He says just just because Lil Duval just signed a deal with Empire Records at 41 years old does not mean there's hope for you old listen to my mixtape face-ass niggas. Please I sit your mine. ass down. No. Please. Sot your ass down and get a job, <laughs> beloved. Yeah, beloved, get a job. So that's his unpopular opinion. Uh, I don't think that's an unpopular opinion. That's a, I don't think it's unpopular either. I think yeah, that's across the board. That. Yeah, that's across the board. That's man. across the board. Um, When we were in Seattle on Friday, mm-hmm. we were walking up and down um, Pike places, really busy um, on the waterfront. And it was these two black guys out there. And they were just stopping everybody about the mixtapes uh, well they had cds excuse me I don't, but you know you get what i'm saying and it was i just wanted to be like like seriously go home because one thing about being here in seattle like you only see sprinkles of us like oh. it's not a lot of the time when we go places we're one of few black people mm-hmm. like when we went to the mountain when we went to mount rainier we maybe saw 10 like 10 of us total but it was a bunch of people there. Mm-hmm. Same walking up and down Alaskan Avenue. Like, it won't many black folk. The restaurant we went in was huge. You eat all out by the water. It was only maybe two other black families in there. You don't, like, just, like, just go. And then, you know, some of the white girls were stopping and just, like, talking to them. And I feel like people were taking the CDs just because, you know, you don't want to be bothered. You take it. But I'm just like, Lord, like. Did y'all take it? Not well. So anytime that we walked by, they never like reached out or maybe tried or anything. Maybe it wasn't rap music. Uh, hip. Uh, I mean, music. 
I mean, this is true. This is true. I mean, it could have not been, but they didn't ever. We walked by them twice. Oh yeah, they probably the ain't Seattle like big. What what? What Seattle big with uh, grunge? I I don't know all the all I hear around here is country with these with these Caucasians. Uh, what what uh, Nirvana from out there? Who Nirvana? Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. the kind of music they had. But uh, speaking of Seattle, y'all had some little goings on up there in your area. Um. Last week or whatever. Bro, we you. did. We was all talking about it at work for like 30 minutes. Well, at, at first I wasn't engaging because I'm real antisocial at work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm the only black person in there. But then after a while, I did start engaging just because, I mean, it was a really big story. It happened here and, you know, whatever. But, yeah, people, you know, around here stealing planes and carrying on. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a... Uh... Uh, um airline employee he stole a plane um uh and he got it up in the air um he did this happened last monday uh the people responsible for security at, for security at seattle tacoma international airport they had to meet to talk about what can be done to keep it from happening again um he said for more than an hour the stolen plane soared and flipped in the skies above seattle while controllers on the ground had no idea who they were dealing with um the guy, his name is uh, Richard Russell. Um, he worked for Horizon Air as a baggage and cargo handler at SeaTac, um, which has some of the nation's most stringent security procedures for ground personnel. Um, uh, but anyway, I ain't gonna read all this shit. But he, um, basically, he he worked for the airline. He stole a stole a plane, got it up in the air. I know I heard they said they scrambled like some fighter jets. To him or whatever, but he like crashed the plane and shit. Yeah, they were trying to talk him into bringing it down or trying to talk him into like how to land it or all this other stuff and letting people help. And he just said no. He he wasn't interested. He was gonna do it his way. Yeah, he said he and he was talking. I heard him like he was talking to the um air traffic controller or whatever. Like I heard the audio, and they were asking how he was doing the stuff and asking him how he learned to do it. And he was like, he basically learned from video games like flight yep. simulators he, yep he loved that's exactly how he said he learned yeah they said he was up there doing loop-de-loops and all kind of shit he um definitely was a couple people that um i worked with said that they had gotten phone calls from i guess friends or relatives or um and video of it happening and everyone was so scared they didn't know where he was gonna land you know if it was gonna be in the midst of something, and then other people was gonna be um, endangered. It was, I get really intense for a while um, for everybody around here. But I mean, it's a past, and I mean, obviously he didn't live. But yeah, um, I, I, the I, games. I, I just feel like I, I, so for me. I think I, I I more so try to understand. What is it about playing a game so much or or simulating things so much to make you just really for real feel like you can and should do it in real life? Well, I mean, uh, I think they say I, I was listening to one podcast and they were saying that um a lot of these flight simulate flight simulators are used by like the Air Force and NASA and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they're telling the truth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it is. um. 
I mean, I don't care how many uh, race car video games I play or shooting video games. I don't want to go in the army or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. This nigga was just crazy. Something was wrong with him. Um, yeah. It reminds me of, um, did you watch Women of Minds? No, 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 oh, no. It's one of my favorite things other than true crime shows. And there was an episode on there where they were playing, I can't remember the video game because I'm not a big video game person, mm-hmm. but they were playing and it was shooting and it was like about, you know, each player has their person and you're trying to find, get the clues. And then if you find the person, you have to shoot them first, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And these two, these two brothers played the game so much and they were so competitive. They set it up to be a, like live. So then they kidnapped these students that were on a bus at get gunpoint and locked them all in this warehouse that abandoned that they set up just like the game and like, had these kids like killing each other and ended up killing killing each other themselves because they got so competitive. And I'm just like, if the games is that serious, how about let's just turn them off? Yeah, it's just certain people. You know, they're crazy as hell. Yeah, that was- that's all it is. That's what I, I ain't gonna say. Know. What kind of people? Oh, we all know. We all okay, know. but yeah, okay, that long was as a- we're on the same page. Yeah. But that was one story uh, I saw around your way. It was another thing I saw on Facebook. Um, it was it wasn't really an article. It was like a video, but it was a guy. It showed a picture of the house, and he tried to fly fly a plane into the house to kill his uh, wife and son. I didn't read or anything, know anything about it, but oh, I did. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, in other white you remember people. I told you on one of these shows. I was gonna say you remember I told you on one of these episodes I said on the show and I said these Caucasians around here are different type of Caucasian. Oh yeah. I did. And yeah. I ain't told no lies. Well, you know another place where uh there's a different type of Caucasians is uh down in Florida. Oh Lord, yeah. yes. I remember that um shooting case where the guy shoved the man outside the store and he shot him. Mm-hmm. And he was gonna get off on the um stand your ground law. Um yeah. Well, prosecutors charged Michael uh, Draker, uh, that's his name, uh, he's accused of killing Marquise McLaughlin in a shooting that has reignited a debate for, around Florida Stand Your Ground Law uh, with manslaughter. Well, he was charged with manslaughter on Monday. Uh, this was last Monday, because today is Monday. Uh, anyway, according to the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office, uh, Draker was taken into custody Monday morning. He was being booked into the Pinellas County Jail, where he will be held in lieu of a $100,000 bail. Uh, he's 47. Uh, he's avoided arrest since he shot 28-year-old McLaughlin on July 19th because of the self-defense law that eliminated one's duty to retreat before restoring, resorting to force. Um, uh, so, yeah. Anyway, I don't want to read all of this shit and bore y'all with all the news <laughs> because y'all saw the video. Hopefully, y'all saw that video. Um you know, he went in the store, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, yeah, this guy's being charged with manslaughter. Some people were mad that he was charged with manslaughter, but, I mean, I don't think he can be charged with murder. Um, but I don't know. I was listening to something else. I listened to a lot of podcasts, y'all. I'm sorry. And they were saying that, like, he had, like, other other run-ins with people um, before. Like, he pulled a gun out on somebody and... Um, I think he pulled a gun out on like a, a a teenager, and it was like some road rage type shit. So like, 
when the police the the, the teenager called the police or whatever. Um, let me see. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it says the Tampa. I'm reading this article right now. It says it here. It says uh, the Tampa Bay Times reported last week that he has been accused the accused aggressor in four incidents since 2012, including two in which he reported he was reported to have shown a gun. Uh, and he was not arrested in, in any case, any other cases, and does not have a criminal history in Florida. But yeah, in the, in the one uh, incident, he he pulled a gun out on some kids or whatever. They were like driving, like the kid must be cut him off. And he got mad, but like when the police got there, you know what I'm saying? He had his gun in the, in, in like his center console, and so the police was like they couldn't do nothing because he had the gun in the center console and he had a concealed carry license or whatever, a, a concealed uh, carry permit. So they really couldn't do nothing, but that was one of the ones. So like, he kind of got a history of doing this type of shit. Um, so maybe manslaughter really isn't strong enough for him. I don't think it really is. Um, and I feel like his history just kind of show like he looking for something. Mm-hmm. Like he looking for it. Like that's what he want. I mean, and I feel like he just wanted because he know. He not gonna get in trouble for yeah. it. Not in Florida. Not being Caucasian. And he's forty seven, so <sighs> a man's lot of charge only give you about five to seven years. That ain't mm-hmm. enough time. And they're, they're gonna let they gonna let him out in about two or three for good behavior. Mm-hmm. And he white. So, right. Um, you know that privilege is gonna come through for him. He may not even do a full year. Yeah, and my man and the other dude is dead, like ugh. Florida let you kill people, babies. Mm-hmm. They let you eat other people when you be real zombie like off that shit. They be on down the floor. That. Crazy. I was just thinking. But Florida you know, crazy as fuck. You know what I heard though? I heard that um again, I was listening to another podcast and like they were saying that the same type of shit that happens in Florida happens everywhere. But they were saying that Florida has some kind of law called the Sunshine Law. That's, that like allows yep. um uh like the media or like newspapers and all kind of shit to know anything that happens like they can go and get the records and like report on it so like yeah the same type of shit um the same type of shit happens everywhere but they don't allow like I don't know like they don't allow the news to like report on everything but Florida has that law. So that's why it just seems like it's a whole bunch of crazy stories just coming out of Florida. But really, that just happens all over. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree to a certain extent, but I didn't know about that law because um they talked about it doing the uh, Casey Anthony case. Mm. They talked about it doing there and saying that's how so many lawyers wanted. That's why so many lawyers wanted to come to her aid whenever they started whenever all of the uh, the media outlets started just like constantly po- like posting and reporting her story and anybody can get their hands on it. So essentially, um, I can't remember the lawyer's name, but he was out of Texas. And when he said that he wanted to be a part of the team, it was kind of like a, all the, everybody's covering, everybody's covering it. You're going to be famous from it. And that's how he was. Was that something you heard off of uh um, Last podcast on the left. Oh, okay, y'all. If y'all, but no, to, I uh, knew about it prior oh, to you know, though. Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I didn't know a, about that law prior to. 
Nah, that's cool. That's cool. If y'all want to hear like some crazy like, uh, like serial killer stories or like crime type shit, like murderers and shit like that, like it's a crazy ass podcast. It's funny as hell. It Listen, is. Oh my god! Yeah, some crazy ass white dudes. Uh, it's called the Last Podcast on the Left. Um, I don't know how how I found that podcast, but I found it and I listened to it. Every week, they have some. Yes, and when I stuff. tell you, when I listen to it, I am like in tears, like crying, laughing. And so everybody just didn't understand when it would be like, "What do you listen to?" And I'd be like, "Oh, this podcast, last podcast on the left." And they're like, "What is it about?" And I'm just like, "Murders," and they just don't understand. Like, how are murders like this funny? Like, you have to be like wicked inside or have like a crazy sense of humor. And I mean, I do, but you just have to listen to. Yeah. Yeah, them niggas, them niggas got a crazy ass sense of humor, but it's they it do. It ain't it's, really, it ain't really like crazy. Think it's that bad. Yeah, yeah, it's just how they like act and shit. Yeah, I, I like it. Hell I like yeah, it. I don't yeah. know. I love it, and also everybody that knows me knows I love murderers. I love everything about the murderers. I've read almost everybody's book. Anybody, I get a murderer, and then I just learn everything about them. Then I move on to the next. So this was really good to go back. And listen to later, even after already reading on some of the people, so like and learning about it. So some of the stuff that like you read before, they they covered on oh. the podcast. Yes, did, a lot of it, a you, lot of it. Did you? Excuse me. Did you like read? Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Did y'all? Damn, I'm sorry, y'all. I've been drinking tequila. <laughs> um, did you like learn anything new from the podcast, or was it just like a refresher? Um, so some of the stuff I did learn new, um, especially one thing I like about the podcast is that it takes you back, mm-hmm. like to how people were like brought up. So about some of the people, I didn't know that their upbringing was so bad. Um, and then there were a couple murders that I had never, I don't want to, I don't know necessarily if I never heard of them or I just, ne- I had never got around to like studying them, um, but yeah, I some of them were it was all new to me, mm-hmm. all new, and so that was extremely fascinating. But I, that's one of my favorite podcasts aside from ours, hands down. Word, that's what's up. Well, uh, you know, today is a uh, first day of school for a lot of uh parents and teachers and kids, you know what I'm saying? I know, I seen um, all the babies all over the internet today. I really didn't see it because I was at work and then I went to the gym, so I ain't really been on social media. And I'm glad because I don't want to see your kid look like a dope boy. Um, I do feel like these babies dressing too grown. I saw, yeah, I, I saw a girl's uh picture and I, I could have sworn she was 22. And then the mama, I but I know the mama, and then the mama put my freshman on the caption. She was just too grown, just trash. Yeah, I just don't, I don't, I don't really. Nails and nails, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. Me and Brittany was talking about kids the other day. And I um, I think, I can't remember, we were somewhere and I was, oh, we were in downtown Seattle at this little pizza spot we like. Mm-hmm. And we seen these little girls like walking up and down, like the little strip, the road there in Queen Anne. And I'm like. So how old you think before this is appropriate? And she's like, what you mean? And I'm like, them, these three girls just walking up and down by themselves. Like they look to be like, I would say about maybe 13 to 15 or 14. But nobody looked older than 15 years old. And it was three of them. And she was just like, mm, I don't know, like 15. And I was just looking at her like, nah, like my child, like, no, like. 
I don't know. And I guess it may be some instincts. I was just like too, I guess, strict or whatever. Cause then I was like, so if you think they can be this old and be walking up and down this, like this street right here, like what age do you think the child is going to be able to do that whole, Oh, drop me off at the mall. I'm going to be with my friend shit that I don't like. Oh no, I'm, I'm different with that. I mean, what do you think? Drop them off at the mall. What age are you dropping them off at the mall? Fifteen. Mm, I I ain't there with y'all yet. I ain't Cause, there. Cause sixteen, seventeen, you driving yourself, so you driving yourself to the damn mall. I mean, I get, and, and and that was Brittany's point, and I understand. I just ain't, and I, and it's not because like, oh, I did it, and I was in some shit. It wasn't like that. I guess. Like I always tell everybody, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum because there wasn't, I never had limitations on things. I could literally do anything that I wanted to do. By when I was 10, I was walking blocks to the movies by myself with a group of people that was like 13, 14, 15. Like I've always just, what? When you was growing up, did you have silver caps in your mind as a child? No, sir, I did not. Don't oh, fucking play me. So you weren't bad as hell. Okay, just check. No. Continue. I continue. just was able to do a lot. Like, my mom wasn't ever... I mean, she was in the street doing what she wanted to do, but I didn't have those restrictions. Of course she was. Mama got to have a life, too, Jody. Continue. I, <laughs> I did what I wanted to do. So there was mm-hmm. a lot of times whenever my friends, by the time they started doing stuff, I just felt like that shit was whack to me. You know, oh. like... Oh, like I been on that. Like, oh, you just like, oh, you just going to start getting your nails done, and we like ninth and tenth grade. Man, I was getting my nails done when I was in seventh grade. I was getting my nails done in sixth grade. Like, that's whack to me. Oh, you just going to the movies? Like, your mama said you can only go with me, but I'm going with my boyfriend though. But I'm like fourteen, fifteen. Like, I just was able to do stuff, and I wasn't even like hunching on you know people kids then. I just was able to do shit, and I don't want my child to feel like that because even my, by the time my senior year came, like everybody wanted to go to the parties, which I didn't. Mean partied out like that's old i just don't want my child to be like that you're gonna do everything in due time but i just don't i think my age limits are so much higher i gotta work on that before i become a parent because mm-hmm. i can't hold i can't like not let them do shit just because i did everything but i ain't really with that drop i'm dropping you off at the mall and coming back shit that shit is corny as fuck to me like i don't understand i mean you know i don't know I, I never wanted to do that, but I guess that was that really a thing uh, during my time growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like mine either. I mean, because for one, well, drop me off when I went to go live with my grandma, I knew my my grandma was from like, nah, you ain't finna go up there unless your cousin's going. But I don't know. I, I guess from working in the mall and seeing them kids in and out there, like they there from the time I lift the gate at the store to the time I pull the gate down, and it's just like, where your parents at? You don't want they don't want you to come home. Yeah, that but was I guess a little, not. yeah, a little, little, little different for me. But uh, speaking of schools and shit, um, you know what I'm saying it's the start of the school year. Um, but uh, one school district in Colorado, they're changing from a five day school week to a four day school week. Um, starting this that. month, um, saving a little ching ching, saving a little moolah. Mm-hmm. Brighton Bay School District uh, 27J announced Monday. The four-day week will entice quality teachers and allow for the allocation of resources uh, to items more critical to the district's primary purpose. Um, we're confident it's going to attract teachers and keep them, uh, the superintendent, Chris Fielder, said. I haven't had teachers say that this is a horrible idea. Um, other hopes for the four-day week are that it will reorganize and create time to support teacher development and preparedness. 
Uh, create a school calendar that increases instructional time and is clean, clear, and concise, making it less difficult for families to manage. Um, says the new school schedule follows the district's six failed attempts to get more money through bond elections. With the new change, Fielder says uh, the school was saving around a million dollars in three key areas, um, but not running school buses on the day. Oh, I'm sorry, by not running school buses on the days with no classes. He said the district estimates to save around seven hundred thousand um, dollars. Says they plan to tack on a couple hundred thousand more dollars by not paying for substitute teachers. Uh, the final big saving Fielder says uh, will come from utility costs, but it's unclear how much that might be. Um, but some parents, they're, um, you know, they're upset because they got to pay for childcare, but, um, the district offers childcare services on the days the kids won't be in school and it'll cost uh, $30 a day. Um, but I mean, that ain't too bad because shit, your kids going to school for fucking free, basically. But you know, one thing I feel, one form of backlash would probably be parents trying to figure out what to do with their children on Mondays. Yeah, but I mean, the school gonna offer like um, child care services for some, I get probably for like the younger kids. That's what I was trying to say. Not for, I mean, I don't feel like they finna offer that pass like junior high school. I mean, hell, you want, if I got a 12 year old, you can stay your ass at home during the day on Monday. <laughs> and, and I mean, you oh, get to be out like, you, you, you get a three day week, I mean, three day weekend. I mean, I would, I, w- I wouldn't mind that as a child. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I agree. I don't actually think that it is a bad idea. I think it would then make, you know, make the teachers focus on what they're teaching and be sure that it is of quality. Like, this is it. Like, we need to hit this, this, and this and be strategic and on plan. Not to say that teachers aren't already doing that. I, ju- I do feel like, though, there are some things that don't, I don't want to say that don't need to be taught, but we need to just focus on the core areas for real, for real. And I don't think the four day work week is bad, especially since teachers don't really get paid shit for real anyway. And so some of, a lot of them going to feel like bet, like I I need this four day week because I mean, four or five, uh, their salary anyway. Mm-hmm. And that's what they said that, um, um, the four day week is enticed uh, as, you know, it's going to entice mm-hmm. a lot of better teachers. Away. That would entice me if I was teaching kids. And not only that, it really for real gives the teachers an actual weekend outside of Friday evening and Saturday. Because my ex-wife was a teacher and all day Sunday was some plans, getting shit in order, blah, 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 blah. It wasn't no for real day off. And that's what they said, too. Like, they can use that Monday. I think they said that um they required, well, one Monday out of the month to come in and, you know, do lesson plans and stuff like that. But like you said, they can do that on their own. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Come in and, and, and get straight or whatever for that. So um, I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm with it too. Yeah, I'm with it. Uh, Let's see what's going on else in the world. Um, I saw an article that said Puerto Rico said uh, the entire island got power. So, you know. That's good because it's yeah. been it's been a long time coming. Over a year, well, no, eleven mm-hmm. months ago. So, damn near a year. Um, that was one story I saw. Uh, let's see what else we had going on. Um, now, now I I heard about, like I saw a, like a video about this a couple of years ago, but I guess now it's you know what I'm saying people 
you know, woke or whatever. But um, this article I saw that said California, they're using inmates to fight wildfires and they're paid $2 a day. Um, you know, they're having the worst wildfires season ever in California. Um, and the California Department of Corrections, um, they tweeted that more than 2,000 volunteer inmates were serving as firefighters in the state. Um, and they said that included 58 in individuals that are under the age of 18. Um, now, the tweet was meant to praise the important role inmates play in, during wildfire season, but it uh, prompted a discussion online over the controvers controversial practice, uh, which is taking place in California since World War II. Yeah, I mean, I knew about this shit a long time. Um, they get paid $2 each day plus $1 per hour. Mm. So I guess that'll probably be like twelve dollars a day. Um, says that while they're technically volunteers, they're specially selected and trained. Um, say they look for certain attributes that they know are critical for them to be able to work on a fire crew, whether they're willing to join in and work as a team, obey rules, be disciplined, and be responsible. Um, I don't know if this is in this article or whatever, but. The thing that I watched, the, the video I watched or whatever, they were saying that the guys get all of the training and everything, but when they get out, like if they get out of jail and they want to get a job as a firefighter, they can't. So I don't know. If, let me let me read down, skim down a little bit, because um, sometimes y'all, I be half-ass reading this shit. Um, mm -hmm, me too. Uh, yeah, it says... Um, yeah, Washington Examiner article explains that despite their heroics and job experience, these inmates will never be able to become actual firefighters once leaving prison. That's because California law, occupational li California law, occupational licensing laws prevent felons felons from entering EMT certifications, um, which is stupid. Because if they would have enough people to be firefighters, they wouldn't need to use fucking felons anyway. So if these felons come out and that'll help, you know what I'm saying, with recidivism. Hmm. Five dollar yeah. worry, y'all. Google that shit, son. Look at you Recid go. the fucking vism. It'll help with recidivism. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Mm. You go ahead, Brandon. Yes, bitch. Um <laughs> but yeah, that was a little article, you know what I'm saying? They doing that hard ass work, probably about to die in that damn heat and shit. And they can't even get a job when they get out. Mm. Nope. <sighs> Moving right along. Let's go. They don't way. want them to get no job and start no career uh, career and be a better citizen because then that means they ain't going to come back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Courtney, uh, what do you think is the theme of this year? Who do I think is the what? The theme of this year. That's a weird question. You don't have to answer that. But to me, the theme of the of the year is uh, white people calling black people calling the police on black people. Um, I agree. And this happened last Thursday when an angry white woman who identified herself as a Trump supporter called police on um, Thursday morning to report a black state senator who was merely talking with voters outside of Brooklyn subway station. Uh, senator Jesse Hamilton was speaking with constituents at the Parkside Avenue subway entrance uh, in Prospect. Lefert's Garden, shit, when the woman uh, who spoke with an Eastern European accent accused Hamilton of being too strong in his support for immigrants. So she ain't from here, 
from here, but she think he too he support immigrants too much. Uh, she said, mm-hmm. "I support Trump, and I see the difference between uh, <laughs> Democrat and Republican, and I see mm. the difference between you and Trump, probably because he's black." Uh, that's what she told Hamilton staffer uh, Raul Raul Rothblatt. Guess the race in he- in a heavily English accented English. Um, they they captured that on camera. Uh, she then pointed to a bro- brochure tied up fighting back against Trump and said, "This should not be here if they really want." <laughs> then she talked like like uh, Natasha Bedenkoff or whatever, somebody off a of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Uh, this should not be here if they really want nation be as one and fight for a better life and live in a better life. You wouldn't put this here. Um, after she called 911, police from the 71st precinct arrived and concluded that no police action was necessary. Uh, Hamilton, a uh, uh, Democrat from Brooklyn, he drew a parallel to a string of recent incidents in which whites have called pol- the police to report black people, uh, notably uh, Oregon State Legislator uh, Janelle Bynum was black was canvassing in her district when someone called the police on her uh he said this is a the pattern of targeting targeting black men and women for being black and alive in the communities we share we all share has to stop uh this pattern of calling the police on a black on black people going about their business and participating in the life of our country has to stop um and so a lot of times when shit like this happens, you know what I'm saying, you get a whole lot of social media outrage and, um, you know, a lot of fussing and marching and all kind of shit like that. But uh, she fucked with the right one. Because State Senator Jesse Hamilton proposed new legislation this week that would criminalize making a police report against people of color without evidence of malice. Um, he said that's going to be a hate crime. This pattern of calling the police on black people going about their business and participating in the life. Yeah, what I just said. Um, so the 911 anti-discrimination bill will strengthen, will strengthen current legislation that criminalizes false reports by, to the police by designating racially motivated 911 calls as hate crimes. Um, I'm here for it. Yeah, I am too. I'm here for it because they getting out of fucking control yeah. for real, for real. And he goes on to name like all of the, like uh, what he says from a student taking a break at Yale to a student eating lunch at Smith College to a child selling lemonade to a person having a barbecue in Oakland to an Oregon State legislator knocking on doors. The list goes on and on. Um, so, yeah, I hope. <sighs> I mean, I wanted to pass. I Me do. too. I really do. Yeah, I wanted to pass. But. I really do because I feel like it'll make the it'll it'll make them tone that shit down because right now they're only doing it because they can and po- the police are responding because they have to. Even the few of them that have been responding and like this is not an emergency, like why did you call us type of thing. Yeah, I remember. It's the fact that they still gotta respond and still go because all of them don't even do that much. Yeah, it was um it was even one where. Um, I, I, I want to say it was a crime scene and the officer was there investigating the crime scene in like full regalia like he wasn't even in street mm-hmm. clothes he was in like officer clothes and shit yeah he was because the lady called 911 and said 
it's a black man walking around the house. He looks suspicious. It looked like he got on a police uniform, but he still looks suspicious. Like you need to, you need to pay a fine or something for that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like. They, they yeah, I agree. Hand. They at least need to be fine because the only thing that's going to really deter them is going to be the money. Yeah. Yeah, but this is uh I don't know. I hope that 911 bill gets passed. Um but this is Trump's America and Right. <sighs> they believe anything that motherfucker say like it was I, I mean this is kind of off topic topic. They were talking to like Rudy Rudy Giuliani on like MSNBC and shit. And I don't, I, I don't like talking about politics because half of the shit I don't understand. But they were talking about like somebody lying. I think Donald Trump lying or some shit. And um, Rudy Giuliani was like trying to argue, and he said some goofy shit like, "Some sometimes truth ain't truth." Like what the fuck? Like that nigga, like Trump can say anything, and y'all motherfuckers will make an argument for him. Like that shit was, I was befuddled, beloved. Like. What is they going do, on? They always make an argument for him. Um, I follow um Angela. Angela Rye. Yeah, on Twitter. Hello, and they always. <laughs> Angela, Angela, she be extra sometimes on on them damn CNN. She got anyway. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Continue. She do be extra sometimes, but I I think I just be here for it because light they ass up and why not. She 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 turning into a caricature of herself to me. A little bit, a little bit. I do feel like that. Like some of these last ones I saw, I was just kind of like, mm, just tone it back. Like don't. She let the bitch word slip. She I don't did? even know if that was if it was even slippage because she CNN? she didn't say she yeah she didn't say oh excuse me or nothing but oh, you heard it it was man. just real quick it was just real quick like bitch it was real quick and they didn't the two Caucasians with her the women they didn't say anything about it or anything I just seen the clip and I was just like she you know I don't I don't necessarily care for her to be censored I just want her to stay like authentic like if you gonna be on them like stay on their ass and don't let up off their neck but don't turn it into like I guess a mockery of sorts. So don't yeah, let it down. become a thing to where they like, oh, we can't take her seriously. Like she's just gonna always act out type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, for somebody else who's starting to act out um, in Trump's America is uh, Trump's old bed wench, <laughs> Amorosa. Amorosa. Yeah. Amorosa. Um, First of all, let me just get let me just say this before you even start this show. Mm-hmm. I mean, not this show, this segment. I ain't gave a fuck about Amarosa then, cause Amarosa ain't gave a fuck about us, and I don't give a fuck about Amarosa now. I'm uh, cause she still don't give a fuck about us. Yeah, she don't, and I and I'm so disappointed because when Trump was campaigning, you know, you know me, I love black women. Mm-hmm. Black women listening, I love y'all. You know, from the bottom of my feet mm-hmm. to the top of my ball ass head. And I saw. I be forgetting your head ball still. Yeah, Sorry. Don't continue. worry about it. It'll be all right. <laughs> and I saw Amarosa in church when Trump was tr- campaigning. And she was just so thick, y'all. Mm, 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 mm. Just beautifully thick. Not too thick. The way she got a uh, fupa, but Lord Jesus, I saw yams. I thought 
shut the fuck and up. And I was so oh my god. I thought when her when her fiance, or I don't know if they was already married or not, not but fiance. whenever he passed, I thought that what she was maybe gonna, you know, just be better. You know, but it really didn't. She still is the same witch that she really has always been. Uh, this I- is she she came to us the same evilness that she, she is right evil? now. Yeah, almost always been real. I just thought she just, was like very assertive, you know, on that show and like, you know, did whatever she had to do to get it. To it was win. definitely more than assertive. Omarosa is more than assertive because I'm an assertive person, but I ain't Omarosa. You think? Shut the fuck up, Brandon. Ooh, the F word. My mama listened to this show. No, she don't. She don't. You already would, said she don't. I would never let my mama listen to this show because I talk about vaginas and me getting inside of them. And my mom. I mean, you do. You were just talking about Omarosa yams. Oh yeah, Lord. Shit. Let me. T- I ain't gonna lie now. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. Y'all can call me the biggest coon in the world, but if if Omarosa offered up them yams, whew, mm, I ain't gonna even say. Let me. Omarosa you. will offer up them yams, and then you'd be you'd been then turn into Evelina Part Two. Nah, I wouldn't turn into Evelina, but I I might tap dance. I might be tap I'm, dancing. I might shuck I'm and jive. Sure. After getting it, getting them yams, yeah. I I just feel like at this point Trump is doing to her what she never thought he would do to her, and she don't know how to take it. Now, one thing I will say mm-hmm. is she she hurt his pride now to be this powerful and to be, do what she do. She hurt his little bit of pride. That's why she got called a dog. Yeah. And I just feel like this this I feel like this is getting ready to like not die. Like how we was waiting for Monique, like the whole fiasco about around her to just die. I feel like this finna just keep going on because the, neither one of these people are people that going that are gonna call truce. Oh yeah, they're not gonna let bygones be bygones. And the only part about Amarosa that I will say, as a black woman, mm-hmm. Amarosa was probably sitting there like, "Oh dog, huh? I got your dog, cause you know that black. That's black woman. Everything. Oh, bitch, huh? I got your bitch. Got your oh, bitch. such and such, huh? I got your, I got your. This. We always got your whatever you think mm-hmm. you done called us. So this ain't nan over, cause regardless of how much I don't really fuck with her for real, she's still a black woman. This shit finna go on forever, ever, ever. You her hope. and Trump finna be at this shit forever, ever, ever. You hope? I think it's gonna get dirty. Um, I think it's gonna get dirty, or she gonna end up. Dead from an He called her a dog. He can't get too much dirtier than that unless they slept together. And I pray to God she ain't fuck that old. I hope she didn't yeah. either. I mean, I just oh god, that just would be so gross. Like, mm, 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 mm. even if she did fuck him, I still would give her a go. I'm sorry. You think she? Lord, Brandon. I love black women. I'm sorry. <sighs> I mean, I do too. I do too, Brandon. I know you no. do. You married one. I and you know what I'm saying, but you no, married one of them coloreds. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Brandon. <laughs> Yo, you married a jigaboo. Um, really, that's what it's called, jigaboo. That's what you do. That's what you're doing on here today. Moon cricket, porch monkey. Oh my gosh, Brandon! Spear chucker. I know them all. Well, gaboon. <laughs> 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 I, I got that from Jago. He called that nigga a gaboon. What the fuck is nigga, that? You so far out of control all the, the time. The Italians call you a Mugliano. Mugli. Calling you a Mugli. 
Yeah, I know all of the racial slurs, especially for clearly. Us. Yeah, clearly. Uh, uh, what's another one? Um, picking any. Oh, that take you back, Brandon. I ain't never heard of some of this stuff that you talking about. You sure? Picking any. Oh, of course. And I'm I live sure. where I I don't live where where the KKK done rolled through the neighborhood before. Picking any. It was a song. Huh? Um, it was a song. Again. I want y'all to Google this song called "Picking Any Heaven." And it was supposed to be a good song about uh, orphans, like black orphans and shit. But it, you know, it's the song was called "Picking Any Heaven." The fuck. Anyway, I know because we don't got off on all kind of tangents, and I'm so lost. Most of you, coons listening. Um, she was speaking with uh, Reverend Al Sharpton on uh, his show Politics Nation. Um, she said that Trump's claim during his presidential campaign that he would promote diversity was all just the rules to get votes. But I mean, he really ain't got too many black votes. Maybe he got some white votes that was kind of on the fence. Uh, she said uh, he was disingenuous about his commitment to diversity. He could care less if African-American civil rights leaders or anyone came to the table because he had his agenda. And that agenda did not include advancing and uniting the African-American community. Or even putting any politics in place that he promised during the campaign. Uh, she said he's a performer and he wants to use people as props, just like them goofy ass preachers that went there. Um, right. But I feel like she ain't really telling us nothing that we don't know. Nobody, especially not no black person, believed Trump was ever finna do any of that. What she talking about when he said it from the first beginning? Like, the first thing he did, all right, I feel like. Remember when all of those um, presidents of those HBCUs went to um, went to the White House, um, and I can't remember if they went if they went there uh, specifically to speak with Trump or they just went there to talk about you know keeping the funding from the nation or whatever. Um, but they went there and it basically just turned into a photo op for Trump. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like after after that happened, I feel like anybody else who went there thinking they would speak about, you know, getting anything done, you know, progressive or whatever for people of color or just any type of diversity. I feel like if you really felt like you were going there to get something done and you're just foolish. Um, foolish as hell. Yeah, because he showed what he was when when uh, when those um school presidents went and they basically had to go because they needed the funding to keep their schools afloat like i think howard like was running out of money for for um for for students um i think i heard like clark atlanta didn't have enough money for housing and just all kind of shit you know what i'm saying it goes on at hbcus or whatever and they basically had to go to try to get the you know to keep the government um funding or whatever but anybody else like these preachers they stupid, you know what I'm saying? For Cooney. Uh, Omarosa, well, they asked Omarosa if she believed that Trump is a racist, and we all know uh, she believes that he is. And, I mean, uh, we think he is anyway. Um, she said, I believe that he wants to start a race war in this country. But she didn't uh, elaborate on that. Um, she said, but all of this shit that she's saying, though, I wouldn't, like, this shit wouldn't come out if she still would have had her job. Hell no. And that's another reason why I'm not interested. I'm not because none of this would have ever came to light. She wouldn't be 
all about her. I remember I shared a video clip on Facebook one time when she was talking about her people, her people, my people, my people. She wouldn't be this about her people and all this other shit had she still had a job there. So for me, it's not genuine. I don't care all her movements right now. All her movements are being made out of revenge and spite. And that's cool and all for the motherfuckers that it's cool for, but that ain't cool for me. I don't, I don't move like that. You're not being genuine. We not your people. We ain't being your people. You ain't, you can't come to the cookout. Like, bitch, we ain't taking you back with open arms. Once you the op, you got to stay the op and we done. What is the op? Brandon, I know you know what the op is. I don't know all, what the op is. All that fucking, all them fucking backwood country ass terms you just sat up on here and used, and you don't know who the fucking op is. What is it? Uh, opposition? Opponent? Oh. Op. Oh, I, I, you know. And if somebody is your opponent, that clearly they ain't on, they ain't on your team. I ain't knew that. I ain't know that. I'm sorry, y'all. You out of line, Brandon. I, I don't believe you. I think you lying. I didn't know. I, I, I just said opposition. Yeah, but uh, Omarosa, she got all these recordings of Trump. I want to say uh, it was a recording of um, Trump saying nigga or some shit. Yeah. Which wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. And yeah, he called her a dog and shit, you know. And you know. Yeah, he and then were you in uproar when he called her a dog? Not really. Yeah, not me neither. Yeah. And and I know a, a few people was just kind of like, oh, Courtney, I'm like surprised that you like you so pro-black. You be all about your people and you don't take nothing. She ain't my and people. you just let her. Thank the fuck you. Like, that's what I was just like. When, when was Omarosa ever my people? Yeah, she ain't my people. Tell me what Omarosa ever did for our people. Yeah. No. She got no. She, she went in the White House and she didn't have any R-E-S-P-E-C-T for herself. <laughs> Oh, Rita. Mm-hmm. She mm. didn't think what she was trying to do to me. Think, think. Trump fired her. Now she thinks she you set know, her free. You know I'd be real ready to bust out in song. Yeah. You better stop. You better stop. Yes, yes, y'all. Yes. Horrible segue, but the queen, the queen of soul, Miss Aretha Franklin, she died, y'all. We all know that she passed away. Um, earlier last week, they were saying that she was sick. Um, I think she was in hospice care. You know, it wasn't looking good for the queen. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but she died at the age of 76. Um, but we're not here to talk about um, her passing. What we're here to talk about is what she left behind. And what is said that she left behind is an $80 million, for $80 million fortune. Uh and one of the things that they were talking about um, was that she insisted on being paid in cash because she saw a lot of fellow black singers being ripped off. Um, and the area she grew up in, she saw so many people like Ray Charles and B.B. King get ripped off. Um, she says there's a sense in her very often that people are out to harm you and she won't have it. They're not going to disrespect her. You got to give her R-E-S-B-E-C-T. You heard me? Um, so it was included in Franklin's contract that club promoters were required to physically hand her $25,000 in cash. Mm-hmm. And said it is understood that this money shall be presented by the promoter or the designated person directly to Miss Franklin. 
no one other than Ms. Franklin is to be given payment in any form on her behalf unless prior written authorization is received from our office. Um, the remainder of the fee, anything beyond $25,000 could be handed over in form of a check according to uh, a money magazine. Um, but yeah, it says that she was one of the best-selling artists in history with one industry estimate indicating she sold over 75 million records worldwide in her career. Um, but man, that's a lot of money. That is. $80 million. And she ain't even have to make no damn pies. <laughs> her and Patty had some kind of few. I don't know where it started at. I don't know where it started at either. But, but I do remember that they're being feuding. Yeah, it, it's a uh, it's a uh, video of um, Aretha walking into something and Patty trying to like shake her hand, and mm, like you say, baby, <laughs> she damn she, she damn sidestep that damn handshake with a straight face, like. And, and you know Patty, and you know Patty little face be, she probably be ready to be like. Well, I'm just thinking about them little ugly faces she used to make whenever she was um, Dwayne Mama on, uh, what's the call? Oh, in a different world. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. But I don't know. I love Patty. I've seen Patty in concert. Yeah, Patty. I love Aretha too, though. Yeah, Aretha the queen. Aretha the goat, though. She is. She definitely is. Yeah, I heard, a, I heard a demo tape of Aretha Franklin singing. Um. Yeah, she the shit. She definitely was. Um, you know, I mean, she definitely will be missed. Some one of my friends on Facebook posting was like, the like the night it was reported that she was was really sick and in hospice. One of my friends reported uh took posted on Facebook and was like, "All right, now Lord, like you can't take Aretha from us. Like not the Queen. You might want to pull up at." And she put the address to the White House on there and was like, "You might want to pull up at." Such a such a dress first. Isn't um all right, it's Gladys Knight. What's the other lady? Natalie Cole. Natalie Cole dead, ain't it? I think she is. I don't know. I don't want to kill do, people. My phone fell on the floor. Let me do my Googles real quick, y'all. Cause I'm yeah, say do your that. Googles. I don't know. You better yeah. think. I want to say Natalie Cole is dead. Yeah, she died in 2015. Damn. She couldn't make it to 2016. She died December 31st, 2015. Damn. When she got older, she got slimmer. She was, mm. she was real slim. She, she really got slimmer, was. boy. I would have gave her that work, too. Oh, Lord. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm a very... Brandon, you, yeah, you I, out I, of control, I, I do son. objectify y'all women sometimes. I mean, I ain't perfect. You do. I'm far from being God, but I work goddamn hard. <laughs> Shit. You make me I fucking get yeah, uh You better think. Yeah, you better think about singing on this motherfucker. Shut um up. so uh yeah, I, shout out to uh Aretha Franklin and all eighty million of her dollars. I know. I don't want no I want I'm her tribute to be black as fuck. Of course, no white people sing. I'm sorry. I like None. I love y'all. I don't people. want I don't want you know? not now. I don't care how many circles Christina Aguilera can sing around whoever she's singing it around. I don't want one Caucasian in this tribute. Yeah. Not um, Nan. 
not the pianist, not nobody. Um, All black. Oh, I just got a text message. Oh, who texts us? Mm. You better think. Better think My about saying his so name hungry. on the podcast. Oh, think. Um. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that happened, y'all. Right you gotta take some medicine. Yeah, I'm starting to feel, starting to feel like World War Three happening in my ovaries. Ooh. Y'all ladies can identify with that. You know what I'm saying? Us fellas, we don't have no kind of point of reference. For what I wish y'all did, though. I, I, I promise I wish y'all did. Y'all need this. Um, No, we don't need that. Um, <laughs> yes, you do. That's before. That come. Is that during? Yeah, that's during. What? Um, during, you know. Um. During the bleed period. What leave period? Bleed period. Like cramps and shit. Oh, yeah. They happen like, why y'all be bleeding, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, some women have their, their cramp symptoms beforehand. Oh, okay. Mine's is 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 in full effect, but only thing that I experienced beforehand is craving, moodiness, and um what what craving? hormonal acne. Um, it depends. The last two times it's been ice cream. All I've been wanting is ice cream sandwiches, and it's been out of control. Especially because I don't particularly like chocolate. I'm not a fan of chocolate. I don't eat chocolate, but I've been fucking up ice cream sandwiches. Mm. Um, sometimes a lot of the time it's salt. So I want to eat like plain legs or salt and vinegar chips and I want pickles and I want jalapeno stuffed olives and I want like anything pickly, banana peppers, salty, vinegary. Most of the time that's what it is. But I, if it's not that, it's ice cream. And mm. that's it. You like ice cream? And then my face, then my face be looking like a Supreme pizza because... I'm on acne, and then I be I be real moody though, real bad. The other day I was at last week when I was at work, I tweeted and was like, "Son, I'm so moody, like I'm really getting on my own nerves." And I almost cried because I was just so frustrated with myself that I couldn't stop being so frustrated with everybody else. Mm. It's sad. It is. <laughs> Shut up. Shut the fuck up. I feel for you. No, you don't. You was picking on me yesterday. Yeah, you like them. You like that ice cream from these cows. First of all, I did feel bad about eating the ice cream sandwiches, but you know, every the rest of the other ice cream is sherbet, 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 sherbet whatever y'all call it. And that is non-dairy. Thank you very much. Mmm. Um. And you can't hear it, but I'm playing bitch, I'm a cow in the background. That's a, you know, after I finished saying it, I was like, he playing the cow song. <laughs> <laughs> it came to me as soon as I got done talking, I was like, this motherfucker playing the cow song. Man, that's it. That shit hard. And the same person made the uh, intro song too, the song that I played at the beginning too. She makes some good music. She I gotta too. figure out. Well, not figure out, but um, Oh shit! I gotta chill just now. Excuse me, y'all. Um, yeah, I need to listen to this song again, Jess. 
Cause I, I must be need to grow on me a little bit. Like I saw, uh, shout out to Amy Twenty Two Cents. Amy, she posted it or whatever. So I saw it, and I played a little bit of it, but I didn't listen to it. And then, like a podcast I listened to, they played the song, and like I can hear it without seeing the silliness of the video. So I can hear the words, and she can rap. And then. Uh, somebody I don't know who told me to like check out her um album. Maybe it was something else I was listening to, and I checked out her album, and that shit dope. She yeah, so I was just gonna I was just gonna um go straight to Amy Page as soon as we got off the podcast. But if the video gonna deter me from liking it, then I'm gonna just go find the song. Oh, I mean the video just silly, like you know her and a cow, and she twerk. Oh, she twerking right now, y'all. She it, it's one scene in the video where like you could tell she tired of eating like you know like when you eat you get, got a whole bunch of food and you <sighs> yeah I can see that on her face on one part of the video. Well, I'ma check it out. Yeah, check it but out. check out her album too. Um, her name is Doja. I, I'll check it out because I damn sure ain't checked out Queen. Queen, oh yeah. Her her album better than a whole lot of shit that out now. But yeah, you'll hear when you listen back to the show. I'm gonna play a uh, song at the end too that I like off of that album. And I don't really be listening to women music like that, you know, because they don't. I don't feel like they be talking about me because, like, you know, sometimes they be talking about sucking dick and shit. And <laughs> <laughs> that ain't my. That ain't for me. <laughs> that ain't your bag. Nah, that ain't. That ain't. That ain't for me. Ooh, speaking of in my bag, guess where I'm going tomorrow? <laughs> you going on the run. On the run. Dude. <laughs> fucking right. Hell yeah. I ordered, me and Brittany been ordering stuff for our outfit. I came up with our, our theme. We'll be doing. Let me it's tell you something. Yellow. I'm so ridiculous about this damn concert. And I'm so excited that it's on Britney's birthday. Like, I already know the hashtags, bitch, I'm using for our posts, my nigga. Like, I'm out of line. Yeah, it's close, it close enough to my birthday, too, so. It is, it is. And, she, and then me and Britney going to be in Seattle all weekend for her birthday. But I already know. I ordered the, uh, the shirt, the jacket. You got a Beyonce shirt? Pants. No. A jacket? Um, yeah, I mean, first of all, after Labor Day, see, Washington be cold as fuck. Oh okay? yeah, I forget, I forget. I right. <laughs> We're gonna be at the C- right. at the um, Seahawks Stadium. No, a uh, CenturyLink Field. I heard of that. Mhm, mhm. So there's another field, a big field right beside it. So the only reason why I didn't say it was the Seahawks field is because I don't know if this field or the, the other League, field, the baseball field. See, that's what I think. I think Century League is the baseball, and then the other field right beside it is football. But I don't know. Brittany asked me the other day, and I don't know. So hmm. I just went with the smooth no. <laughs> but I, I know our hotel ain't like but a mile from it. So that 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 lift gonna be lit. Oh, y'all gonna take the lift? And I ain't wearing heels. No, we ain't taking no lift. Oh, they're gonna be. A, do lift does does lift do a surge? What's it called? A surge. What do you mean? Like Uber does a surge. Like if it's a whole bunch of like if if it's something popping going on in the area, a ten dollar ride might cost you forty. You know what I'm saying with Uber? So I haven't experienced that yet, and we only take Lyft. Like I've never taken an Uber. 
Oh, I've, I've, I'm strictly Lyft, and I I just became that way after the, everything came out with the Uber and the Trump. You know, sometimes I'd be real in my bag about shit, and I'd be like, "Oh, that's how you doing? Well, fuck you. Let me take my coin someplace else." So oh, I just took oh, my coin. Oh, you said Uber, Uber for with Trump. It's not like you said Patron, and I definitely said Trump. That's what I said. I said Uber for with Trump. Oh yeah, they donated tons of money to him uh, for his campaign. Was it just the the lit? But. I, I think I did hear that, and then I heard he like tried to walk it back or whatever. I was in. I took two yeah. Ubers this weekend because I was drinking yeah, early. Yeah, I on. always, I always do lift. Me and Brittany like we go to this little old people like little hole in the wall club down here. We always take the lift and we be drunk as drunk fuck. Up. Yeah, son. we know how drunk you get. You get so drunk until you have to shirk your responsibilities. But I was in two Ubers. <laughs> Brandon. I'll, Look, I'm living my best life. I be coming on the show and I still be doing my thug fizzle even with the hangover. Don't try me. You ain't got to go back and forth with me, nigga. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I was in two Ubers this weekend. Um, like the first time, like going there, it was a lady and she was like, oh, you know, not older, you know, probably 40s or something like that. She was listening to um, like soul music and shit, like James Brown and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And then on the way back, it was a dude, he had uh, moved to Virginia from Paris. I, well, he sounded like he had a little African accent, but he said he was from Paris. And um, he had just moved to America just to go to college. Um, and he, he was like, his mama wanted him to move back, but he wanted to like be an entrepreneur and shit like that. Like, I thought that was like real dope. Like, he came here, didn't know English, or none of that shit. And he like learned English and... um. Went to college, graduated college, and all that kind of shit. So, uh, yeah, a lot. Of, you meet some very interesting people whenever you, you know, take those. Mm-hmm. We always do it. We don't ever do like the group one or whatever it's called, like the pool. Uber pool. But we always just do one. Um, don't talk. Me, do don't one. talk to me in the Uber pool, nigga. We always just do the ones where it's just us, and we meet some very cool people. We and that's probably I be I'm very social. Well, then only probably because I'd be drinking because otherwise I wouldn't be talking. Mm. I'm, I really don't socialize a lot unless I fuck with you. Uber, Uber, I had to take Uber like for about four days. Both of my cars fucking broke down and I, I took Uber like to work and shit. And I just felt like superior to you cab niggas. <laughs> I was just getting ready to ask. I was just getting ready to say, did you feel like you was taking a cab, or did you just feel like you had like a driving service or something? Yeah, but I um, I never took, I never been in a cab before. Um, you never took a taxi? Nope. Cause, bro, all them times going to New York visiting my family, bitch, been in all the taxis, and my mama drove taxis in Myrtle Beach. Even when I uh, when I um, was like up DC or whatever, I would take the train. I never took a taxi. Now, see, so that's where we differ because as much family as I have in New York and as much as I used to go, I've never did the subway or the train. And every time I go, my cousins be like, nah, you getting on this time. You getting on this time. And I don't ever do it. I just take the taxi. Yeah, I, I never took oh. the train up in New York, though. I took it in D.C. That's the only only place I did the train. Um, now, when I was in D.C., now, we all drove around or, yeah, I think we all did drive. I don't think we took me to I got a rental. Mm. Riding out. I don't know who put this article in here. It might have been me. Might have been you. Might have been Amy. I'll let you know. 
But the title of the article says, men have better sex with women who are emotionally unstable. I, You know, no, I didn't put that in there, uh, but I did see that on my Facebook. Uh, it says, uh, men have better sex with women who are emotionally unstable. Uh, and women prefer men who are less agreeable but pay attention to detail. Hmm. Less agreeable and pay attention to detail. Hmm. That's interesting. I don't know about this. Says we all already know that a person's perception of how compatible they are with their partners makes for a great sex life. But until now, how someone's personality influenced another sex life had not been widely studied. Lead researcher Julia Velton and her colleagues interviewed each volunteer about their sex lives, personality trait, and sexual function. For women, this includes sexual desire, satisfaction, arousal, and orgasm. And for men, it focuses on erectile function, desire, satisfaction, and orgasm. They found men whose partners had less emotional stability reported better sex function, while lower agreeableness of a sexual partner was predictive of better sexual function in women. They also discovered that men who are thorough and dutiful may feel the need to satisfy their partner sexual, sexually, which may in turn lead to better sexual function of their partners. Uh, the study published in the Journal of Sex Research also found that men had better sex with partners who had similar traits, specifically being easily stimulated. Uh, and men who are easily aroused by erotic fantasies or visual stimuli, having a partner who Responds in a similar way may facilitate sexual function, the research says. Uh, the volunteers had an average of a an average age of 51. What? And had been in their current relationships for an average of 24 years. Uh, personality mm. traits weren't the only thing rated in terms of sexual function. Outside of individual traits, men's age was negatively correlated with their sexual function scores. Across the couples, relationship duration was not linked to poor sexual function. This is some smart-ass shit. I uh, know. This finding implies that a healthy sexual life is possible even in long relationships. But experts have suggested more research is needed in the field. Um, so, yeah, that was a pretty uh, cool thing I read about uh, <sighs> sex. and um, <sighs> Some of the homies do say that crazy women do be having uh, good sex. Um, mm-hmm. I've heard that before. But what do you think about what it says for women? Um, what did it say? Women prefer men who are less agreeable but may pay attention to detail. I think that's true for women also. Why? Because women like niggas that be paying attention like, um, you know what I'm saying? But they ain't all, they're oh. less agreeable. Like, they'll be, they ain't no yes men or whatever. So for that for that reason I do agree. I don't ever want nobody that's gonna be a yes man. I don't want you I I want you to have an interest in things that I have an interest in slightly. Like be interested enough and I'm talking about the the least level of interest just means that you're attentive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Brittany can rattle off a whole bunch of shit that I'm into, whether it's her thing or not. Yeah. But it's just because she pays so much attention to detail. I fuck with that. But me and Brittany dead don't agree on everything at all. Um, at all. And then when we don't, we just, 
either be like, all right, there's something finna go in the parking lot. Like, we're going to have to visit this shit later or we, are we finna work out a compromise right now or it just really ain't that big a deal. So I do agree. I don't ever want nobody that's going to be agreeable because even if something, it don't matter how small it is. If I'm like, Brittany, what you want to do? And she say, whenever, whatever you want to do, I get pissed instantly. Because to me, I like if you're always agreeable, I correlate that with like we like you don't got no balls about yourself. Like, don't let me like dictate what's going on. Like, give an opinion. Like, stand up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I ain't saying to like stand up to me and let's be combative. I'm just saying like. If it's something that you want, like dead, say it. I hate when you don't, if a person doesn't say like what they feeling and just want to always go along with what I have I, or what I'm saying. I don't like that. So that statement is extremely 110% true. Mm. I wonder what the, uh, what the listeners think. What, I uh, wonder too. Yeah. I mean, cause I, but, but on the flip side, I do know women that, and see, this is where it's finna get sticky because I can't <laughs> help, I can't talk about it objectively. I think that's subjectively objective. Whatever the case, I was getting ready to say I know some women like dead just like to drag motherfuckers around, and like I mean that, that. I mean that by saying like. I know some women that just be like, oh, they're going to do whatever I say. or they da, 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 And they just like a motherfucker to be like, yes, 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 yes. Whatever you want to do. They want to be the head boss and they just want to run it all around. And that just saying me. Like, I just don't like that shit. They don't like that shit either. Well, what, well why they why, why they deal up with that? Because obviously to me, I correlate that with tucking your tail, like man or woman. I, t- I correlate that with tucking your tail. Like, where your backbone at? Stand up for yourself. Don't be no pussy-ass nigga, period. I don't fuck with them. So, what you want to do? And don't say what I want to do, because, no. Yeah, they don't, don't, I don't yes think man. they like Don't nobody like that. I don't care who the strongest woman in the world is. They don't like that. I will say the people that I know that appear to like that. Let me just say that. Women that I've seen that do appear to like that, they do end up like the men or whomever their partners are do end up leaving, and they don't seem like real happy. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, like, and I ain't talking about like, oh, just happy in their relationship or happy with their job because everyone thinks happiness is attached to something. I'm just talking about overall, like it's just with period. themselves, just happy. Yeah, they don't ever. Sh- they not ever happy to me. They always be like real bitter, real mean, real mad. And I, I would assume so. You dragging around a whole grown motherfucker wanting them to do everything you want them to do. Mm-hmm. I, then, want the, I want the listeners to tell me what they think. Yeah, yeah. Hit us up. Let us know uh, what y'all think about that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Who has the, you know, the best, what has been your best sexual experience? Like what type of person? I know what mine crazy was. People, I don't. I don't think crazy people. I don't. I mean, I understand what people say about crazy women be having good sex, but um, no. Hey, <laughs> if can't. you say so, <laughs> I can't even. So I like, uh, like, mm, I we just gonna bypass it. Mm. Yeah, you mad? You mad now, child? I wonder <laughs> I, if this person's uh uh. <sighs> mistress, she had to be emotionally unstable because uh, she held her Alabama love at gunpoint on a Facebook live while his Lord. wife watched before shooting him because she was angry 
he hadn't signed divorce papers. Um, Brandon, I know you lying. Yeah, the victim's wife posted on Facebook that uh, Kiana Kamen, 38, had called her via the video chat service on Wednesday and showed her that uh, that she was holding the weapon to the 30 year old's head. Um, I guess the dude was 30. Um, I guess uh, screen grabs from the Facebook Live at 10.30 a.m. show the suspect pointing a gun at the camera screen while the wife looks on aghast. She later told she later shot the man in the torso, according to Tuscaloosa police. Um, this crazy-ass bitch, Kiana, came and just called me live with a gun at my fucking husband's head, the wife wrote on Facebook. I don't know if he is okay, and I don't know where about he is in Tuscaloosa. Can somebody help me? I'm at work and I'm about to lose it. I think she shot him. Two hours later, she posted, she fucking shot him. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Police arrived at... <laughs> Brandon, you got to stop reading this shit because I just don't even understand why all this on... Why on she Facebook. even posting this on Facebook? Yes, yes bitch. Uh, police arrived at a property in the 600 block of 27th Street in Tuscaloosa and found a husband shot in the torso. Damn, she gut shot that nigga. Uh, he is, is he now, dead? He is now in a good question. He is now in critical <laughs> condition at DCH Regional Medical Center. Uh well, WBTM thirteen reported. Uh came and admitted to police she was waving the gun and said it fired when she was arguing with the victim's wife. Um the wife told cops Cayman was threatening to kill her husband if he did not finalize their divorce. Cayman filed for divorce from her own husband last week. Mm. Cayman has been charged with attempted murder and is in Tuscaloosa County Jail on a $60,000 bond. So she can get out for six bands. Um, that is crazy. I just, so, you know, this make me think about this. I, you, I don't know. All that was, was them two. They was, they was cheating on each other. They was cheating on each other's spouses. This nigga was like, yeah, I'm going to leave my wife for you. She was like, oh, yeah, daddy, I'm going to leave my husband. This motherfucker, this goofy bitch. <laughs> this goofy bitch signed divorce papers for my husband. Well, this nigga was like, nah, I ain't leaving my wife yet. We gonna, we might work it out. This motherfucker pulled a pistol out on this nigga. And was like, if you don't sign these goddamn papers, I'm going to gut shoot you. Nigga, you're going to be number two in, in the shit bag. I'm just not, I just don't understand. How something be so good to you, you want to shoot it. Emotionally unstable. <laughs> but yeah, point that out to me again. I mean, and I mean, I just, I just, I just feel like it got, it has to be exhausting being emotionally unstable. Nigga, I don't know. But then this is my thing. Like emotionally unstable doesn't always equate, equate to some type of mental illness uh or do do you think it do you think they're synonymous when the when the power of the penis is involved lord twist things up i mean yeah sex always impairs i've i've been warned you know about messing with them crazy chicks you know what i'm saying but i ain't had a bad run in yet i've had some definitely did explosive nights And see, the thing is, it wasn't really, all, it wasn't even all, I just can't get into it. Because I know what it, I know exactly what it was. But just like overall sex just was not all of that. But Lord, we're going to. Maybe for <sighs> you. Okay. I, 
For them, it's shoot you in the stomach. Good. Clearly. Yes. Run your car into my car. Good. But damn it. That's damn sure what happened. Now, Courtney. <laughs> me and you, we have something in common. You know what that is? No. Tell me. If somebody looked at our names on the application, they wouldn't immediately throw it in the trash. This is true. But that's not the case with uh, 27-year-old Hermesha Robinson. Uh, she was reportedly denied a job because of her ghetto name. Uh, 27-year-old Hermesha Robinson of Missouri, she applied for a customer service job. Not only was she a, she denied the position, but the email she received in response said she wouldn't be considered for the position because her name is Ghetto. Yeah, I did. I seen. I was all over this last week, and I was infuriated. Yeah, she posted the email from Man... Mentality Health, uh, the Facebook, uh, and the email says, uh, thank you for your interest in careers at Mentality Health. Unfortunately, we do not consider candidates to have such have suggestive ghetto names. Who is the best in your career search? Uh, the email was signed Jordan Kilmer, a nurse practitioner with the company. Um, uh, Robinson wrote that she was upset to be turned away from a position she felt she was well qualified for um my feelings are very hurt and it even Ooh, got me second guessing my name shit. trying to figure mm. out if my name is really that ghetto i would like for everyone to share this post because discrimination has to stop i mean if Brandon, i can't get shit. a job at mentality where can i go now she ain't said <laughs> i probably said that <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you can't go to Bella No Chase, where can you go? Exactly. You got it. Lord. You hip. You hip. <laughs> um, she shared a post of her friends and it had been shared more than 10,000 times. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, excuse me, y'all. It said that she was, um, yeah, I'm tired too, beloved. <laughs> um, it said that she was named after her father, Herman. Y'all got to stop making up names and shit and naming your child. Let me, let me tell you. I Hello? Discrimination. Hands down. You can't hear me? You said you what? Discrimination? I said it was discrimination. Hands down. That should not have happened. Uh, whoever little girl that sent the email little Caucasian need to be fired. I do not agree. But on the flip motherfucking side. I just want us to get a little bit better. I do. Mm. I do. Just a little bit. Uh, and because it's never deterred me from calling someone. But when I've been in charge of hiring and I've had to call people, I have to call people and be like, can I speak to Mrs. or Miss so-and-so? And I got to do it by their last name because I don't know what the devil it is. Like, what's your name, little baby? Mm. I mean, once you tell me I'm good and I'm not going to not call anybody because of their name ever. That ain't my M.O. Because that your name don't got shit to do with how good your work ethic may or may not be or this job that I'm obviously hiring you for. But I mean, mm -hmm. sometimes it'd be a little hard. I cheer on some of Well, what do you think the company said? They probably ain't said shit worth listening to. Well, company officials believe the hacking may have been done through Indeed.com, sure. where Robinson submitted her application. Um, they said the password for the outside job board site used by Mentality 
was compromised on August 13, 2018. We are currently working with law enforcement to identify the per- perpetrator. Um, and D said not and them. consider appropriate legal action. We share the anger and frustration of those who receive these bogus emails. Maybe and she wasn't on the Lying fucking asses. I don't know. I mean, a lot I of... think they lying. I don't think Indeed did no shit like that. No, 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 and... no. It's not saying that Indeed did it, but they they they're saying that their pa- their password was compromised on August thirteenth. So, mm. Mm-hmm. Fuck their password compromised. I ain't. I I I I hate to believe that anybody working for a company would be that foolish to say that to put ghetto in a um company email. I know, but we'd also like to we also like to hate to think that motherfuckers get called the police on for walking in the damn Starbucks. And we also like to oh, no, hate I don't to hate. think a whole bunch of other shit. I don't so hate. for me No for I'm sorry, for me, I that's par for the course. I believe that wholeheartedly because you know what I'm saying, because of uh uh suspected white supremacists. But I just, but when it when it for me when it comes to corporate shit or whatever you don't want any they don't want anything to happen to fuck with their money so something that that's just too blatant some of them that's too blatant it, that's a I mean it case. is real blatant but when I tell you I'm not cutting not nan caucasian slack not nan caucasian company company corporation llc I ain't cutting nan of it any motherfucking slack you did it you did it and you done it the period I, I I don't know. I think that's that's too easy. That's a and that I think that's a, like a big old fine from like the EOC or whatever. Definitely a fine from the EOC. And if baby if baby girl um if baby girl got the right kind of people around her for real, she gonna she gonna get a little change. Yeah, yeah. And she damn well better. And all people always like, oh, black folk always be ready to always ready. You damn motherfucking right. Run me a coin. Mm-hmm. Speaking of coins. Uh, you know I love a good scam. <laughs> you know I do. Yeah, you do. Um, now one of my favorite scams. Well, this this is a scam. I ain't gonna say this is one of my favorite scams, but um, I don't know how they got caught. We'll see how they got caught. But uh, these were you gonna use this still, or can I talk about this? These cafeteria. Go on, talk about it. Okay. Go on, well, talk these, about it. Look. Lunch Lady Sisters, they're accused of stealing nearly $500,000 from school cafeterias. Um, for 10 years, tens of thousands of dollars kept disappearing from school cafeterias in New Canaan, Connecticut. This is a sound like a place full of white people. Mm-hmm. Uh, puzzling school officials and in, inciting a months-long, poli- months-long police investigation. This week, officials say they have figured out why. Two sisters working at New Canaan Public School cafeterias are now accused of stealing nearly five hundred thousand dollars from 2012 to 2017 um joanne pescarelli pescarelli i'm sure and marie wilson out of both well 61 and 67 respectively turned themselves into the new canaan police department over the weekend after police issued warrants for their arrest according to the press to a press release from police the two sisters have been charged with larceny and knowingly underreporting cash totals Allegedly stealing $478,588 from cafeterias at Sachs Middle School and New Canaan High School uh, from the years I stated earlier. Um, they're, 
Now they stole damn near five hundred thousand dollars, but they got a fifty thousand dollar bond. And right. the bitches got the money. What the fuck y'all doing? Uh, it says Wilson, who was responsible for counting cash at the end of the day at the New Canaan High School cafeteria, allegedly stole around $350,000. Shit. That took all of little baby's lunch money. Yeah, and her sister, Pescarelli, allegedly stole big bills from the Saxon Middle School cafeteria cash registers between lunch periods. According to her arrest warrant, the middle school lost more than $127,000 during the same period. I wonder who started it. Probably the... um. Wilson probably started at first, and she was like, you don't got enough money to go on this trip? Just do what I do and take, you know what I'm saying? That's how it started. Um, <laughs> you know, huh? Hello? Yeah, I, I was just trying oh. to read along. But, yeah, that was that was a big, I guess you can call that a scam, but they got caught, though, and they wiped $500,000. Right, you know, that definitely was a scam. Yeah. Definitely still a scam. And, yes, they did get caught. But it was still a scam nonetheless. Okay. And they still racked up. I mean, that's 500000 I hope with that money, like, they family members, like, lived good or they took some trips or something or. They better have, they better paid off some debt. Yeah, like, don't just have an extra 500000 sitting in the bank. You know what I'm saying? Right, because when I think about that, I'm thinking about, oh, let me pay this car off, let me pay off this, and let me pay off that. Like, mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I, um. I would do that, but I would be all over the place. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna I'm I'm gonna do that travel. Yep. You know how I, I get there? We already know on your chopper. Yeah. Yeah. You uh you ready to get into our segments? Yes, please. Oh, hold on. Ah oh, shit. I'll save these um stories, these last two for um next week. Um yeah, because, you know You gotta be bold. You gotta be bold. Yeah, we done been at about an hour and a half. Um, Yeah, let's get into our segments real quick. You know what I'm saying? Oh, segments. Oh, segments. Yeah, do you mm-hmm. have anything for what the fuck were you thinking? So, my phone on the floor, but... Well, we'll pause for the calls. You can get it. Go ahead. Okay, so... Hold on. <laughs> Oh, sorry, y'all. That's why I didn't want Jesus to Jesus Christ, where Brittany at? <laughs> she upstairs. Oh, sorry. Like right there. Shut the fuck up. Running the red light. <laughs> Brandon, you you out of fucking line, son, every time. That's what I'm here for. Clearly. So, I know y'all heard about the... um. The barbers. The barbers. Yeah, the barbers that was arguing about who should play Patty LaBelle. I mean, oh, Lord. I heard about that. Not Patty LaBelle. Aretha. Uh, right, Aretha in her biopic and uh, ended in the gun feud or in gunplay or however you want to say. Gunplay. That's what we shot. call it. That's what we call it in the streets. You don't want no gunplay. Lord. You would know about it now. Yep. <laughs> okay, yep. Um, yeah, so the two men um, 
This happened in Virginia in a barbershop. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me a couple, give me a couple moments. Uh, well, you go ahead. I'll, I'll um try to find it. Hello. You sure? No, I'm trying. I'm pulling it up now. Uh, Suffolk is that is that how you say it? Suffolk, yeah. Suffolk. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, ten thirty a.m. The police were called to, um to the intersection of East Washington and Liberty Streets when an argument between two men turned violent. Responding officers said one man pulled out a firearm and shot the other man. Michael Hatton, 44, was arrested and charged with aggravated malicious wounding, shoot, cut, stab, or wound in the commission of a felony, use of firearm in the com- what in the commission of a felony and discharging a firearm in public with injury for shooting, Tom um Tony Lund- Lundy. So the shooter was 44, and the person he shot was 47. Let me tell you something. Tony Lundy got real disrespectful in that argument. He did? I'm telling you. That how it be. You see, don't get it twisted like the uh, he shot him because of Aretha Franklin. Well, it I started out with that. Him I definitely talking about said. Aretha Franklin. I ain't talking about you in particular. I'm just saying for the right. listener. Because it sounds... Silly. Like I, I had a teacher, right. right? My seventh grade English teacher. She was like, her son got stabbed about a ham sandwich. He ain't got stabbed by the ham sandwich. He got stabbed by something else. The ham sandwich was just the catalyst that led to the stabbing. Aretha Franklin started off the conversation, but I'm pretty sure Tony called that motherfucker a bitch ass nigga. At the end of the day, oh, I got your bitch ass nigga. Pow pow. I've actually seen uh um I've actually seen a uh a argument like live and in person where some shooting was about to go down. I I was stuck in the corner and the motherfucker said uh what did he say? Fuck you, you bitch ass nigga. And mm. the dude was like, It ain't gonna be too many more bitch ass right. niggas. Right. Right, <laughs> right. Ain't gonna be too many more fuck yous. Whenever somebody say it ain't gonna be too many more, it's getting serious. You yeah, got to chill. Yeah, find because I say that. Find the exit. Yeah, I find say the that. Exit. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was your what the fuck were you thinking? Yes, um, that was my what the fuck were you thinking because while that is me, and I'll be real quick to be like, now see, I ain't gonna be too many more, you know, X, Y, and Z, or you know. I will try to de- diffuse some shit myself. So, obviously, I figured, like, damn, how disrespectful did this motherfucker get? But also, I just don't know that I'm in a space right... Well, I know that I'm not in a space in my life right now that your words are going to make me shoot you. Because why not just exit the whole thing? Like, what the fuck? Now you got to go be up in jail. Like, what were you thinking? Like, no, who wants to be in jail? I know what he was thinking. He was at the barbershop. You can't talk too much shit about a nigga at the barbershop. All the niggas, they... He just, yeah, I knew that ego, was coming up, too. Ego. That's all it was, yeah. ego. 
And I'm not an egotistical person, so. Yeah. Um. You ready for mine? Yes, little baby. I'm ready for your one. All right. Uh, more than a dozen community groups have called on Representative, uh, and I want y'all to Google Miss Betty Cook Scott. She's a Democrat out of Detroit. Um, they're asking her to apologize for a series of racial slurs. Sources say she used to describe her primary election opponent, um, Representative Stephanie Chang. She's also a Democrat from Detroit. Um, she allegedly she's alleged to have referred to Chang as a Ching Chang and the Ching Chong to multiple mm. voters outside polling precincts during the la- during last Tuesday's election. She's also said to have called one of Chang's campaign voters as an immigrant saying, you don't belong here and I want you out of my country. Um, Chang and Scott were running in the Democratic primary for state Senate District 1. Uh, Chang won the election with 49% of the vote. Scott came in third with 11% of the vote. Um, and I mean, it's 2018. You can't say shit like chinky eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, a chink in the armor. And you damn sure can't call an Asian person a ching chong. And you know what? Whenever I whenever I heard about this story, I was like, damn, could it be me? Cause sometimes, especially if I like they especially if I'm like annoyed, I did I'd be like, Brittany, this ching chong mother. I do. Ooh. I do. I do. Ooh. I know, that's so bad. But I don't feel like it's any this any different from when I be hollering cracker, so Nah, it, it's a difference. It is. Oh yes, yeah, the Ching Chong worse ain't it? It is worse. And you know, for whatever reason, when I do that, I'll be like, "Damn, I shouldn't have said that." But I don't ever feel that way about when I say cracker. That's the difference. It is a difference. Yeah, I, I don't do it often at all, and but I had, I definitely have. And I mean, for uh, Representative Betty Cook Scott to have the audacity, the unmitigated gall to let those words flow from her mouth. When she has pencils drawn in eyebrows, I need y'all to Google her. <laughs> Representative Betty Scott Cook. Betty Cook Scott, a Democrat from Detroit. I want y'all to look at this picture of her and her god-awful eyebrows. She is not, this is not, this is not, this is not black girl magic. I don't know what Damn. evil Lord white supremacist demon has gotten up in her. <laughs> but I rebuke you, Vice President Demon. Oh, shum, blah, blah, blah. What you say, Betty? Betty what? Representative Betty Cook Scott. I mean, she. Oh God. You you are uh, um, those eyebrows are abomination. Are oh abomination. uh uh. Yes, Lord. Uh uh. No, ma'am. Rebuke them eyebrows. Get that bad eyebrow Lord, uh, Mercury ain't why, in retrograde anymore. Why would like you do this. that? Why would you do that? Betty Cook Scott. Betty is B-E-T-T-I-E, y'all. It's so bad, y'all. It's so bad. Yeah. Y'all, please go look at it. It's y'all, somebody, so bad. Fucking cousin. Yes. Why nobody? I know she got somebody in her family that can draw them better than nah, this Nah, she shit. don't. She, she likes she married a white man. Anyway. 
Um, because oh, you know that made me think about something about these white men, and I and I was I used to tell Brittany all the time, like white men always go for very dark chocolate women mm-hmm. that most don't necessarily find attractive. Mm-hmm. They be having bad weaves, the makeup don't be quite right, something just be wrong, and then white women. Always go for it. They be big up and always go for the real little skeetsy, teensy, winksy black man. That why I ain't never got no white woman. And, you know, she definitely fit the bill for being married to a Caucasian. She do. I need to get me some alabaster in my life. Um, so, Lord. You got something for what fucking year is this? No, you know I don't. Good. I need I to do. show this segment some love, but I ain't Don't worry any. about it. I got you covered. Uh, rural Alabama charter opens as first integrated school in Sumter County. This is in Alabama, not South Carolina. It's Sumter County. All right, 7.50 on Monday morning when school started at the University Charter School in Livingston and West Alabama, Sumter County students in kindergarten through eighth grade began a new era, hardly aware of the history they were making. For the first time, black students and white students are learning side by side in integrated public school classrooms. More than half of the school's 300-plus students are black, while just under half are white. While not fully representative of the county split, 76% are black and uh, 24% are white, no public school in the county has come close to reaching the percentage at UCS, according to historical enrollment documents. Um, The implications of the charter school opening wasn't lost on parents, teachers, and school administrators Monday. Uh, This is an historic day and a historic Mission, uh, Principal John Cameron said as he directed cars in the student drop-off lane. Cameron is a native of this area of Alabama known as the Black Belt, first historically for its fertile soil and now because the majority of residents are black, probably former slaves. Kindergarten teacher Brittany Williams, uh, who is one of the school's 20-plus teachers, recruited to open the school, graduated from UWA in December. Damn. She said at last week's open house she is thrilled to teach at UCS in part because she fell in, lo- fell in love with Livingston. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Anyway, <laughs> it's 2018 and we still got segregated. This, why do we still have, why is this the first integrated school in this county in 2018? I have no clue, but I'm going to say something about this integration. What? I really ain't with that shit. Uh, yeah. You say that until you've been going to all black school district and y'all football helmets and shit was falling apart and then y'all get integrated with the white school district and now y'all got top of the line shit. I mean, and I understand that, but honestly, that's the only points where it is ever beneficial. And and I think I'm coming from the aspect of like just give us our own shit and just let us do our own shit and let us have our own shit over here. Because all the time, like, I feel like we all the time want so bad to be inclusive with them and included in what they got going on and trying to get in all the spaces where they don't want our asses. Like, why? The only the only reason I think, the only reason I, I kind of don't go with that is because, like, with schools and shit, right, um, schools get money based on property taxes. So in a lot of black areas... You know the property taxes are the property values are lower, so in turn they get lower property taxes. So the schools get less money. Um, so the schools, you know, across the tracks on the other side of town, have 
more as far as resources or whatever. Um, so in that case, you know what I'm saying, I feel like integration is needed. Because you could say separate but equal, but they'll never, like, equally give, you know, this one school that's in an affluent area, all of the students get iPads to use. They're not going to do that for the school in the black area or whatever, like. I And I agree with that. That's why I said that's the only instance where it is ever beneficial, but. Yeah, and plus, I think, like, it's good for, because even, even if, even if, like, Black people are in their own area, have the have their own uh, schools or whatever. You still have to learn to navigate in white society or whatever. So it's good to be around, you know, white people or people of different races. Yeah, but we generally age. don't have an issue navigating. They have the issue navigating. And I think maybe I'm just coming from the aspect also of, like, I feel like we try so hard to put ourselves in places with them to be accepted. We ran about well, it and Well I'm not saying like in a they just of, don't it, as as far as like being accepted or or anything like that. Um but like if you if you know know anybody who've never dealt with white people, those type of people type tend to put white people on the pedestal based on like things that's on television the media whatever right mm-hmm. so like when they get around white people they kind of i ain't want to say they shuck and jive a coon but they kind of are, are more more timid around white people you know what i'm saying they kind of have a um get an inferiority complex when they get around white people but people that have grown up around you know what i'm saying people of different races they kind of tend to treat everybody the same you know what i'm saying like but that's just some things I've noticed in my, you know what I'm saying, in my experience or whatever. Like, I know a couple of dudes, like, that's from, like, the hood, and they live, like, in the city. And the only time they saw white people was on television. Like, that's that's the only time, like, they didn't see them in school growing up or nothing like that. And they kind of, they would tend to, like, act differently around people of different races, especially white people. Like, when, you know what I'm saying, like, the Indian people was at, at the store or whatever, but when it came to like white people they never really saw white people like that so i think it's good for anybody like you know what i'm saying to be around people are different even like the white people it's good for them to be around black people so they can see like all black people ain't the same like you got some nerd black people you got the jocks you got the hood you got you know what i'm saying like all black people ain't the same you know what i'm saying so i think it's good for everybody like you said it's good for them to be around us because they don't know how to navigate us either but um i don't know it's, it's to me, it seems like no matter what they do, like, like even white people that like, you know, what I'm saying, uh, make their life or whatever in black spaces, like, you know, what I'm saying, you have the young white dudes that hang around black kids. Like when they get older, like they seem to forget that they used to hang with black people and they go all right wing and shit. That shit is crazy to me. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, that was my uh what fucking year is this? Um you got an unpopular opinion? Yeah, my unpopular opinion came based on this story that I found mm-hmm. about this um about all these people being busted in New York for counterfeit or you know, for fake handbags and stuff. Like a whole ring of people and they was running I I wanna say almost like a, a billion dollar business. I don't know. 
not billion, million, but I don't even think it was that much. But um, I was just kind of looking around like people still selling knockoff bags and people still buying them. Like, that's still a thing. Like, that's whack. That's corny. Put the bag down. Like, don't buy that. Just don't. Like, why Why we got to do the fake stuff? That's my unpopular opinion. I ain't with it. I don't give a damn. Everybody I ain't, ain't rich like you and Britney. I mean, we saw. We saw. And I also ain't walking around with no, with even the real bags we like name brand bags we sorry you looking down off your high oh horse my god shut the fuck up that ain't down, what i'm doing looking Brandon. down your nose Brandon. your wide Brandon. nose breathing all the white man's air down at oh us. my god Peasants. son rich shut the fuck nigga. up number one number two Uppity i ain't nigga. rich number three <laughs> i don't even got the shit <laughs> <laughs> you up it, nigga. I don't. <laughs> Ooh, you make me sick. Just up it and just bougie. You gobble. Forgetting where I came from and carrying on. Ooh, forgetting where you came from. Shout out to Amy. I know, right? Shout out to Amy. Listen, that let, ain't what this is. Okay. Let, let me tell because, you something. Y'all, oh. Let me tell y'all something real quick. Y'all here aiming 22 cents on here, you know, and, you know, sometimes she get hood, other times, she, you know what I'm saying, she talk, um, you know, proper and she do all that shit, you know, and uh, Amy got into it with somebody in her family and they got mad at her. And uh, They did the wrong motherfucking they thing did the wrong what they thing, did. Because uh, <laughs> the dogs came out to fight. I was at work, so I missed all of the fight. But uh oh yeah, I ain't seen the fight till I got home, and I was yeah. like, "What the fuck?" But that was something they said that uh, Amy forgot where she came from. Lord, shout out to Amy and her team. She had a whole bunch of people calling them country, and ooh, this nigga said, "Yeah, he, it got it got for real, real." Then, yeah. and let me tell you the receipts. Don't ever. She got every receipt ever. Yeah, she but handled, anyway, she handled that like a G. She yeah. definitely did. I straight up told her, like, you know what I'm saying? You need me to get the pistol out. She's like, please delete your comment. Because if something <laughs> happens to this nigga, I don't want them to come looking for you. No, she deleted Cause my you, comment. Yeah. Because you don't know how to act, so you text people and ask them that. Oh, yeah. We go straight. It, let me tell you something. You want to know what fucking year is this? It's <laughs> a fucking year that it's too fucking late that I got to worry about fighting and tussling with a nigga. I'm just going straight. Straight to Randy, we know. Everybody know. Everybody know. Everybody know. You just ready. Let me tell y'all something. If if I ever get arrested for something about guns or something, y'all got to turn in the 50 cent on power. A 50 told them nigga, he was like, Oh yeah, that nigga guilty as shit. That nigga did that shit. That was what <laughs> say about me. Oh yeah, that nigga did that shit. He guilty as fuck. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Uh, thank you for your unpopular opinion, cause uh. Yeah, I just think that shit whack. Leave it like leave it there. Ain't nobody believing that you know you ain't that you afforded that bag when you ain't afforded other shit. Like just take it easy. And and then it was crazy because after I seen that story, mm-hmm. somebody on my Facebook, it's a husband and wife. I went to school with them, and they like dead got the shit like pull up is you know I'm in. I'm at XYZ right now. I got the Chanel slides. I got these. I got this. And I'm just like, out your trunk? Yeah, nobody don't want that shit. 
I just don't understand. I really, really, really for real did not know it was still a thing. Because let me tell you, when I was carrying knockoff bags, it was over a decade ago. It was dead 2007 when I was buying knockoff bags. Yeah, that was when that was when uh, I used to buy like all white Air Force. Because like, even if I would have bought them from the store, I would only wear them like one or two times. Like all white Air Force Ones. So I would just go and find me some trunk Air Force Ones. Like, I'll go. <laughs> it was like an indoor flea market in Virginia. I used to go there and get uh get my all white Air Force Ones, wear them shits one one or two times to the club and and put them shits in the yellow shoe bin. Thirty five dollars for some all white, swam twice. Yeah. And then yeah. I got put on I was living in Georgia. I was working at T Mobile and one of the girls I worked with was like, Oh, I'm finna go like buy a bag and I was like, Oh, I love bags. Cause at this point the only bag I had was this Dooney and Burt bag I ordered off QVC. And she was like, oh, I like, how much you pay for that? No, you can get a bag for cheap. And then I was just like, oh. And then it was a thing that I was carrying them all the time. And until one time, for a motherfucker strapped to pop on me. And I was in the, I was someplace walking and I was embarrassed as fuck. And I ain't bought ne- no more since. And ever since, like, I want to say 2010, 2009, yeah. 2010, I bought all mine out of the store and paid full motherfucking price. And then years later, about 2013, 14, I realized how ridiculous it was spending that much money on bags. And mm. I ain't bought one since then. Like, you just don't. The most I'm spending in the purse is $100. Ooh, I don't know. And that's just because I like, that's just because I be for real, like, I like some bags, genuine leather. I really like it. And, you know, leather costs a little bit. Yeah. Outside of that, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't doing that. But I also, I ain't walking around with no knockoff. One of the bags I carry every Every single fucking day came out of the fucking TJ Maxx. Don't got no name on it. Cost me thirty dollars. Happy motherfucking camper. You ain't gotta do all that. Yeah, you don't. You don't. Don't be out here boosting the name and, and kind of fitting and carrying on. Yeah, if you're gonna get it, get it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Because people looking at you like you just OD wet. Yeah. I mean, if you can tell. Yeah, if you can tell. But uh. Anyway, that's my unpopular opinion. What's your one? I don't have on popular opinion this week. Um, I'm real agreeable, real agreeable. Ooh. This week. Oh God, that's that dumb shit, son. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Had me a good little week. You know what I'm saying. About to end my weekend. My weekend going long. I'm gonna end it. You know what I'm saying. With Hov and B. You know what I'm saying. So you going to work tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going to work tomorrow. But you going Wednesday? Yeah, I'm going Wednesday. Nigga, you fool. I ain't fool. And no days off. You know what I'm saying. Um, well, Beyonce comes this bit on a Thursday, and I'm off Thursday and that Friday. Yeah. I might take that Monday off too. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I ain't, t- I ain't took off. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I've, I'll let y'all know how the concert is next next week for y'all that damn haven't gone. I'm yet. so jealous every because most be of jealous. my I ain't got no good most sense. of my Facebook is like a lot of people from home. But even still, everybody from South Carolina, my people, like my people in New York, Texas, like everybody, like everybody seeing her before I get to see her. And I feel like by the time I post up in October, it's gonna be like, boo, nigga, that shit old. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, maybe. but uh, have let- fun. Oh, I will. I definitely will. Um, I guess we about to get out of here. Let everybody know where they can find you. Instagram love curls underscore word and you can find me on Instagram at uh BP McCoot B P M A C O U T E uh 
Sockfly said all my zoes. And uh yeah, man, leave us y'all comments. Um what what was it that you wanted them? Oh yeah, let us know y'all uh that sexual shit, you know what I'm saying? Who had the best, you know, sexual experience y'all had with, you know, for the women and the men. Um But that's all I got, man. Uh DJ Blaze Show at gmail.com. You know what I'm saying? It's your boy be easy. I'm Courtney. And we out. Peace.